Hi, and welcome to Women CEO in Reflection, a podcast dedicated to personal growth and mental health discussions with women CEOs across the globe. It's here where inspired women get candid about what drives them to succeed and the personal challenges they've encountered on their path to success. So if you're a woman on a mission, this is the podcast you don't want to miss. So sit back, relax, and let's get candid. Hi, and welcome to Women CEO and Reflection. I'm your host, Marisa Jones, and I'm joined by my co-host, Neil Haley. Today's guest is Deborah Swirsky. She's a tenacious and enterprising problem solver who has spent the better part of the last decade learning how to best manage her primary lymphedema, chronic swelling that affects her right leg and her right leg only. After enduring the questions, stares, and curiosities of strangers, Deborah launched Stemware a fashion apparel brand promoting asymmetrical, asymmetric designs for all. Their signature silhouette, a one-legged lane, has, featured, has been featured at New York Fashion Week with Runway of Dreams, in D Magazine, and the Dallas Morning News and on Texas Today. Originally designed as a cover-up to a compression stocking, Deborah quickly realized that her bold fashion statement was being sought after by those looking to skirt the ordinary with their style. Welcome to the show, Deborah. Thanks for having me, Marissa. So uh, let's talk a little bit about how you started your company. Um, it, you know, let's let's talk about your journey. Sure. So started the company when I was diagnosed with primary lymphedema. And with primary lymphedema, your treatment options are bandaging, which involves uh, compressive layers that you put on your leg to reduce it in size or the limb. For me, it's my leg. And um, the other option is compression that you wear, which is a, a pretty heavy duty compression, medical grade compression that you wear on your affected limb. So for me, both those options were um, pretty crazy to think about because prior to having my diagnosis, my legs were fine. Everything was fine. I was running along just fine um, wearing whatever clothing I wanted to. And now I'm being stuck with these garments or these bandages. And I really didn't like the look of them. I didn't like the conversations that I was having with people around the garments that I was wearing, why I was wearing it. I didn't feel like I wanted to educate everyone and their mother that was asking me what was wrong with my leg. Why was I wearing this? Why was I wearing that? When do I get to take that thing off? Whatever it was. And I, knowing that I didn't like those conversations and knowing that I didn't like the conversation I was having with myself about those garments, um, I knew that I needed to change that conversation for myself and for others. Because in that conversation that I was having, neither one of us felt great about it. So if you came up to me on the street and you said, oh, what did you do to your leg? Or why do you have to wear that thing? I would then explain to you that I have this condition, this chronic swelling condition, and it affects my right leg, my right leg only. And you would say, oh, I hope that gets better. Well, it's a chronic condition, so I'm going to have it for the rest of my life, and this is as good as it's going to get. And if I were to say that to you, you would not feel great about it, and I would not feel great about it because I didn't make you feel very good about being curious. You can be curious all you want. So what I decided to do in that conversation is cover up my compression garment with something fun, bold, printed, exciting, and make it part of a fashion statement. And that fashion statement became something that people would then compliment. And those compliments made them feel good and made me feel great. So it 
took a conversation that was pretty negative on both sides to a conversation that was very positive. And that conversation that I was having with myself also became much more positive. I didn't have to think about that compression garment as being something I didn't want to wear because I was able to cover up with something that I did want to wear and that I did make a choice about and that I did have a say in what I got to put on. Um, and so that that conversation became much more positive for both myself and everyone else around me. Yeah, and it's interesting because you're not um, you're not having to relive that you have a disease. Like it's a constant reminder. It's a constant, you know, like you said, it's dragging you down. It's the negative. Um, yeah. But I love how you turn that around because I years ago, many many years ago, I was I was seeing a therapist about grief, and uh, one of the things she said, to, I said, I'm so frustrated. People just say things, and it doesn't make me feel better. And and you know. Uh, th- like it's so insensitive. And she said to me, like people, people say things because it makes them feel better because they don't know what to say. And so it's kind of like the same thing in your situation. If I saw you and you were hurt, or if you were in a wheelchair, it's like, you want to talk about it, but you don't really know what to say. And it makes both people uncomfortable. So you completely threw out that entire dynamic and changed it in your favor and to the other person as well. Um, which I just, I think it's fantastic. You're completely changing the perspective of, of that situation. Um, and but now it really it, is, oh, go ahead. it's great because they, they, they can say something and they can say something that they feel good about saying. And I can respond in a way that is reciprocal and I feel good about saying as well. And if the conversation progresses, we can certainly talk about the condition, but it's on my terms. I don't necessarily need to disclose that information much in the same way that I don't need to showcase my medical record to anyone up front. Right. And most of the time, people are probably going to ask you, where can I get one? Because I saw I went to your website and I saw the leggings. They're so cool looking. And, and you know, in this day with the style and, and how people style, uh, you know, their outfits and stuff, it's it's really unique and it stands out and it's a conversation piece. And I just love what you've done with it. Thank you. So how do you know you're you're dealing with a chronic disease, which which really takes a lot of, you know, mind chatter, right? You're constantly having to, you know, I know when I have health issues, it's a constant like, well, if I do this, then my stomach won't hurt. Or if I eat this, then I won't feel sick. Or if I do this, then I won't get a headache. And so, you know, uh, for me, it's always around food. Um, so, so how did you, you know, it's, it's a lot to take on. It's a learning process because now you have a new disease that you have to learn to, to live by. And then you decide to build a company. <laughs> like, how did you manage both of that? How did you calm your mind enough to get to the point where you can start a business and, and kick that off? I don't know that I thought that much through. I certainly said, well, all of these condition-oriented things need to be a part of my life. So I just have to do them. I have to figure out how to incorporate them into my life. If I'm going to do you know, pneumatic compression, that's an hour a day, non-negotiable hour for me. So where does that hour come from? What time do I need to get up? How do I coordinate my life around that? But it's all these other things that need to happen that just become part of my habits, part of my day, part of my routine. Once I think I got to the point where I knew what all those pieces were, then it became, okay, well, I've got this product that really changes the game for me. It's it's a complete lifesaver. I don't know that I would leave the house without it. I don't think that I would ever leave the house without it. In fact, I know I wouldn't leave the house without it because I haven't left the house without it since I started making them. And um, once I realized 
how important it was to me and the reactions from people around me who had the condition and who didn't have the condition, then I knew it was something that if it didn't already exist in the world, that I needed to be the one to create it. And it became the thought process, well, I did my MBA, I you know, understand what entrepreneurship is, and I have to scratch my own itch. I need to solve the problems that need to be solved in the world. That's part of my responsibility. And so I needed to create the product. It wasn't like, oh, this product doesn't exist. Someone else is going to create it, or I'm just going to have my own prototype. It needed to be out in the world. And so wherever a company goes from here, it exists. It's out in the world. You can purchase it. You can buy it. It's all those things. And it's not just for the condition. There's nothing special about the actual garment from a medical grade perspective. What you wear, if you require wearing compression, is what is your medical grade compression. And this is a cover-up. It's a, it comes over. So it's a regular legging that you, Marissa, can wear and anyone else who's listening can wear there's nothing special about the actual legging other than it's really soft, really comfortable, and brightly colored, bold patterns, and super fashionable. I love that. So fun. You make you make something that's, you know, can be, a, you know, just really difficult to manage, and you've made it fun. Like, the, the self, we're always so self-conscious, right? How are people going to perceive me? How do, how do I look? And, 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 you know, all of that is so important to us as much as we say it's not, it, it's still important, right? And it makes us self-conscious and you've turned that around and now you have these colorful leggings, which are, which are really fantastic, um, which, which really must help you personally from a mental health perspective, right? Because you're changing how you enter into the world every day, how you go outside and, and, and react to the world because you, you've removed that entire self-conscious element by having that legging. So tell me a little bit about that um, from your perspective, you know, managing, having, you know, what have you had to change from a, from a mental health, from a mindset perspective in having a chronic disease? So I think from a mindset perspective of the chronic disease, it's, it's recognizing that my body is no longer symmetrical. And so I needed to stop looking for that symmetry. And you will, when you look down at your feet, you want to see two equal sized feet or two same sized ankles or two same sized legs. And you, you, you don't make that realization a conscious one. It's just kind of like, oh, those are my feet. If you've had two of the same looking feet your entire life, when you look down at your feet and they're no longer the same, that's a like, well, what, what happened? Why aren't my feet the same size? Or, you know, what happened to this one? Or what happened to that one? Or, you know, those aren't, those aren't equal um, because most of your body is symmetrical for the most part, right? And you look at your face, you see both sides of your face. Obviously there are conditions that affect these things. And that to me was, it is different. I can't stop looking for the same. So if I'm not going to be looking for the same, then one needs to be very different. And that was when I put the stemware on my leg, I no longer attempt to see the same. I'm no longer having that loopy conversation in my head that's saying these are no longer symmetrical. I'm saying like, oh, that one's like a really fun pattern. And the other one is my leg. Like, that's just what it is. And from a fashionable standpoint, when you cover one thing up, you're actually highlighting the other. And, you know, from... Um, like a body self-consciousness. Like I'm almost saying like, Hey, look at my great leg on one side and my, you know, fun and interesting one on the other. 
So Deborah, I have a question and that is about regarding how, how you're creating a blue ocean strategy because you only have certain people that will want your product. How are you kind of figuring and finding these people and their stories so that they can buy your product? So I think the product actually falls into a few different categories. Certainly there's the chronic condition or, you know, amputee type people who really get it when they see it. But then when I first created the product, I didn't find any one-legged leggings out there. If I did, I wouldn't have created my own. But now there are people who are wearing one-legged leggings. They show up constantly in the media. I mean, Taylor Swift on her tour was just wearing a one-legged jumpsuit. And I was like, Taylor Swift, this is fantastic. So it's becoming more mainstream fashion. It's just something that not everyone is wearing it, but it's around and available such that people are looking for certain one-legged styles. So I would say there's certain there's certainly a way to target it to people who have lymphedema, but there's also a much broader strategy that could approach fashion or other disabilities or um, other people who need a certain amount of cover-up. A friend of mine was just saying that she went to go get her knee checked out and she was thinking, what is she going to wear? Because they're going to ask her to pull up her pant leg. And she was thinking like, oh, I'll just wear my stem wear. It exposes the knee that I needed to expose. And I thought that that was awesome. Just so fun that she was able to find a use case that extended beyond, you know, just wearing it as a, a fashion item. That's great. And, and again, removing that self-consciousness about, about, you know, what's, what's underneath there, right. With the bandage or the swelling or whatever it is, you know, that that's underneath. So tell me a little bit, how do you, how do you ensure that, um, you know, it doesn't get too overwhelming. I'm sure there's moments when you, when you get frustrated with, with the disease, right? So how do you make sure that you don't fall into that? Um, you know, for me, I, I suffer from depression. So sometimes when I have to do so much to maintain it and I do pretty well, but sometimes there's that hit, right. And it just drags me down quickly. Um, how, how do you ensure that you don't get there? That's a really great question. Cause I can't say that I'm 100% super happy and just, you know, loving my life all the time. I think stemware certainly helps because it gives me an excuse to, you know, make that decision for myself in the morning, put something fashionable on, make an outfit out of it. But I always fall back to my routines. So um, lymphedema is a lot of routine and maintenance and management. So, you know, it's diet, it's exercise, it's compression, it's, um, you know, manual lymphatic drainage massages, it's bandaging, it's all the things that go into managing the chronic condition. And if you can figure out a way to incorporate those things that work for you in your management condition, then you just keep doing them and they become more and more of a habit. If I didn't manage the condition, if I was, you know, not as compliant as I was um, or am and didn't care to take care of myself as much as I do, I think I would have a mindset that would be much more difficult to manage. Um, but I think putting all the pieces together and really focusing on what those routines are and what works for me and the management of the condition really helps my mental health um, as, as much as possible. I, I think that um, just the support network around me also, my, my husband is super supportive. He was the one who um, said like, why don't you make a fun colored compression if you don't like wearing the compression that you're currently wearing, you don't like the look of it. 
And the the line that I said to him was, well, I'm not going to compete with the best of the best compression, but I'll certainly cover it up. And that became the like, oh, well, that's what I'm doing now. So it was great. I, I love that. I love that he supports you too. Sometimes it's, um, it's hard when you don't have a good support system around you in what you're doing because running a business is challenging. <laughs> it's, it's, it takes a lot of work. Um, you know, you're, you're, you're running everything. You have to make sure, even if you hire a team, you're always making sure that, you know, it's meeting your standards and, yeah. and I'm sure you have very high standards for yourself. Absolutely. So uh, we are running out of time. Um, anything, anything you'd like to talk about to, you know, some parting words for the audience, anything you'd like to share? I think what I've um, always struggled with with this condition, particularly with the, the asymmetrical or non-symmetrical look of, the, of your legs or of your limbs or whatever, um, is that people will stare. Not as many people will stare as one might think. People are way more oblivious than you expect them to be. But with stemware, um, what I found is if they're going to stare, you might as well make it worth their while and do something interesting and fun and different. And that for me is um, what I'd probably say are my parting words. But the advice that I give to people is if you're going to be self-conscious about it and you're going to you know, wonder if people are staring, then you might as well give them something to stare at um, versus something that you're self-conscious about. That's extreme. I love it. Just go the opposite way, you know. That's fantastic. Well, thank you for being on the show. Where can people find you and where can people find your stemware? Absolutely. So you can find stemware on Instagram at, at where stemware, W-E-A-R-S-T-E-M-W-E-A-R. And that's also our website. So wearstemware.com. Terrific. Well, thanks for being on the show. It's always a thank pleasure. You. Everyone, make sure you get your leggings. They're really colorful and cool looking. <laughs> thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Women CEO in Reflection. To reach out to one of our guests, their contact is in the description of the show. Do you want a total mindset transformation? Apply to Mindset Warrior, The Art of Intentional Thinking, my personal coaching boot camp at IamAMindsetWarrior.com and schedule your call with me today. Thank you.